Welcome back to Mullum Mullum Reserve and this afternoon it's a massive clash between Nord and South Croydon and uh, obviously the Wooders need a win to keep their slim finals chances alive and the Dogs are keen to get back on the winners list after a rough month after they uh, started uh, red hot to start this Eastland Premier Division season but more importantly it's NADOC Week Eve and NADOC Week of course is an opportunity for all Australians to learn about First Nation cultures and histories and participate in celebrations of the oldest continuous living culture on earth. Today marks a significant day in EFNL history as two clubs wearing unique Indigenous jumpers actually do battle. We've obviously had three or four clubs wear their jumpers but never against each other uh, and I'm Matthew Foley. I'm welcoming you to a very special Eastland Match of the Round warm-up segment. I'm joined today by Braden Kilpatrick of the South Croydon Football Club. We are hoping to have Jamie Benelli. He's actually uh, doing a chat inside at the Indigenous Luncheon so we'll hope to grab him in a second but Braden, thanks for hanging around mate and We'll jump straight into it. Tell us about your heritage. I'm interested to know when you first connected with your roots. Is it something you've always grown up with or um, is it something that you came across later in your life? Uh, yeah, it's probably, I mean, something that we always knew um, to a degree, but probably not something that I connected with a hell of a lot early. And sort of as my life went on and my journey went on, I've got two younger brothers. Kynan's at home. He yep. demanded a shout-out, so I've given that now. <laughs> Tick that box. Um, but, yeah, sort of as sort of life went on and, you know, you sort of, get exposure to AFL yep. programs like that so I played a few Indigenous programs and things like that and sort of as that went on I guess I started to connect a little bit more. So you were always aware and yep. as you grew up you engaged more Yeah, yeah that's fair to say um, but sort of you know through my family it wasn't always sort of known so my grandfather was about 15 when he found right. out so okay. um, yeah it's and, and what tribe? Or uh, so the mob's from around Broken Hill we believe, yep. we, it's sort of a bit of a dead end at the moment so mum and my auntie have both been sort of trying to chase up the, the family tree and it's uh, proving quite difficult to yeah, do, yeah. <laughs> uh, as you can imagine because you know documentation just wasn't yeah. taken back then especially for sort of you know the half cast sort of um, yeah. type uh, it was not something so it's your mother's side obviously my, my dad's oh, side sorry, dad's through side. a grandmother okay, so right. yeah um, yeah so doing plenty of search and then uh, on to the jumper I guess obviously last year did you guys have any awareness that Nord were planning to do something of this note last year yeah so I wasn't directly involved but from what I've been told that Norwood sort of um, came up with the idea a couple of weeks before yep. so in terms of we, we weren't able to obviously, yeah, obviously um, yeah. be part of it but for those at home did. it takes about six weeks to get a jumper ordered and then you've obviously got to design it yeah exactly and so right so um, we were definitely part of we wanted to be part of it obviously and, and we think it's obviously a fantastic cause yeah uh, we didn't have the chance to get our jerseys ready for last yeah, year yeah. but we're, you know at this year you know a couple of the girls especially have driven it um, Denny Jamie Lee Molly um, the board have been really supportive obviously as well to get it all organised yep. in time and we've you know had plenty of opportunity to get ready and you know took the opportunity to be the first first game where both both teams are playing in the strip which is awesome yeah. and then tell us about the jump how much did you have? Did you have anything to do with the design? Obviously, Kirby Bentley yep. um, it, it did the design, and she's a well, she's a pretty <laughs> incredible person yeah. in the sport, uh, National Sporting Hall of Fame for netball, and then obviously played AFW. But did you have anything to do with the design at all? Uh, a little bit, but like I said, the girls really did drive it, so yep. sort of got to thank them. But yeah, I was sort of part of that process. But like you said, Kirby designed it, and she did an amazing job of doing that. Um, she sort of threw a couple of ideas at us in terms of the purpose of, and sort of what it stood for, uh, and then that was probably more what we went with more so than the visual design obviously yep. that's really important but we sort of wanted to connect with the, the purpose of the jersey as well yeah and then w what about Nord's jumper when obviously did you play in the game last year didn't play in the game yeah. last year but I did but, watch but when you when you saw the jumper what were your initial thoughts of, yeah of that I think um, obviously it looks fantastic and, and Jamie's a you know an amazing advocate yeah. for, for the um, for the cause I guess um, 
and especially, you know, he's had obviously the AFL sort of exposure and the yeah, education exactly. piece, which I think is the most important part of the, um, the is just creating the awareness of, of sort of some of the things that were going on and also re- recently in our history. Like some people, you might think it's a long period back, but 50 years is not a long no, time not at all. when you're talking about a culture that's been around for 60,000 years. So um, sort of the, growing that education piece and obviously today is a little bit um, a part of that. And as we sort of continue to see it and a couple of teams across the AFL are starting to really pick it up in a couple of years, hopefully every team's you know running out. In the, yeah, in absolutely. The and and then in in terms of in terms of that, how impressive has it been to see? Obviously, you guys were first hand, so as you said, it sort of kickstarted you. But to see Warren Dyke, Burwood, Roville, Whitehorse get involved, it's pretty impressive and, and cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Like if you look at that, it's like four four five hundred percent uptake from yeah, last absolutely. year. So if we put that out every every year for the next three or four years, you're pretty much going to have every every side in the AFL running out in the strip, which will be fantastic. Yeah, and then you, uh, as you mentioned, been involved a little bit in the AFL system, played played some VFL football and, and, and been around it, I'm sure. What, How far do you think it's come over the last, well, since you probably started playing footy and, and have been aware of it? How, how quickly has it grown and, and what can people in the community do to, to help further the cause? Yeah, I think educating yourself is the biggest thing and I think that's the thing that I'm most grateful for and, and you know, not coming from a family, like I said, we yeah. sort of, you know, didn't, don't really still know the full extent of it. So a lot of those stories sort of, you know, die with those people mm. that... Um, for whatever reason, haven't been able to share them. Um, so being able to just go ahead and educate yourself on some of the things that were happening um, and and sort of get a grasp on it. Because it's important because you, you, you don't learn it at all in school, really, do you? Really. It's a very bare minimum. Yeah, yeah it's almost up. like, a, you know, you're t- almost ticking box at yeah. some stage. I know I can't speak for obviously now, being yeah. 24, 25, but when I went through it was pretty much we watched The Rabbit Proof Fence and, yeah. and that's about it. So, um, which obviously is a fantastic yeah. film. If you haven't watched it, please do go and watch it. It's a really good film. Um, but yeah, that should be the sort of the starting point, and then you know just have a bit of a Google and, and a bit of a play around, um, even through work. You know, my work, I work for NZ, but yep. they've done a really good job. They they have an indigenous program where they get people in and come and educate as well. So I've been able to go to those and, and learn a bit about it there too. So it's definitely starting to create a bit more awareness around the community in general, and I think the curiosity for people is starting to really come out. And, and people, even on Thursday night, you know, I'm speaking to people at the club that had no idea about some of the things that. Yeah. I talked about and I don't think that my knowledge is yeah. you know anywhere near because you've, you've yeah, like you said you've still got you know a, a lot to learn yourself about your yep. own mob yep, yeah exactly right um, we don't even know for sure tribe you know the, the great great grandmother that it's through from my side we, we don't know we, there's no birth certificate um, there is a death certificate but there's no parents yeah there's like three documents across our whole family one of them is from South Australia one's from Victoria one's from New South Wales so we don't know much at all there um, and trying to find it but, but struggling well Braden uh, it looks like Jamie's done. He's done he the. He's done the right thing by you, mate. He's, he's, he's done the microphone inside. So Jamie, you Beautiful. can you can tag him for Braden, mate. Beautiful. Thanks heaps, Braden. Thanks, brother. Thanks for that, mate. No and, uh, yeah, hopefully for yourself, you can learn more about your mob. And, and thanks good. for thanks for letting us some insight into you there. Beautiful. So. Appreciate it. Now joined by Jamie Bernal. Uh, I'll sit down, Jamie, because it looks like you're just standing up in there, mate. You've been you've been frantically organising the day, mate. It's it's not quite gone to plan yet, has it? There's nah. a, a couple of things that popped up. We had a little hiccup this morning. Um, our elder actually got COVID, so um, I was just running around and, and just trying to organise our dancers as well and yeah. get them, and, and they'll do an acknowledgement for us. So it's exciting because yeah. we've seen a couple of clubs obviously do smoking ceremonies, but yeah. to have a, a traditional dance would be what would be exciting for for someone like me to to, to see it, but exciting for the community. Yeah, that's what it's all about. It's just bringing in that 
education and, and showing people, I guess, our history and how we showcase our talents and, and, and storytelling as well, and that's through dance. Yeah, absolutely. I already spoke to Braden about his heritage, and, and he was hoping that you'd probably be able to have more of a connection, because his was sort of different. He only found out um, he, he didn't really connect until he was a bit older. But can you tell us about when you you connected really with your heritage and I know speaking to some people in other forms of work and so on that initially they sort of try to ignore it especially when you're younger and obviously a bit older than me so I don't know what it was like growing up but have you always engaged with your, your culture straight from the start? Yeah, straight from the day I was born I knew who I was and where yep. I was from um, so a proud Noongar Yamaji man from, from Western Australia um, I guess for me growing up I did a little bit of dancing and stuff like that with my cousins yep. but um, in the sense that I wasn't really embedded in my culture. I knew who I was and, and where I was from, but um, when it came to the more, I guess, the dancing side of things and, and storytelling, living off the land, all that stuff, yeah. it wasn't all there. Yeah. Um, so for me, I, like yeah, like I said, I knew who I was and, and where I'm from, but um, I wasn't embedded as some of my cousins and, mm. and cousins around me and people around me as well. So every individual's on their own, I guess, learning journey as well. And like I'm still learning about my family and um, who I am as well. Yeah. So um, but yeah, it's, it's awesome just to continue my learning yeah. and, and, and educating others. And you got three, as well. three young fellows, yep. as well. And, yep. and are they starting to engage in that? Yeah, especially my older one. He's, he's asking a few more questions now, and it's just trying to instill in them who he is and where he's from so yes we live over here in Victoria but he's a WA boy yeah, yeah. so and, and knowing where his bloodline is and it's just giving that knowledge to him so he can pass it on to his friends and, and, and educate his friends as well yeah um tell us a little bit quickly about how the jumper came around last year so obviously Braden was saying from South Korean point of view that was sort of it was thrown to them a, a month in advance but obviously there was so much more work that went into it yeah um so last year came about we, there was a conversation probably two years ago that we wanted to do it and then obviously lockdown yeah. and all that stuff happened but so the idea was in the club's head already so um for me it was just if I can put in the work and do most of the work and just let them know this is what's going on they'll jump in behind it and, and that's what I did I, I contacted an artist got the ball rolling got a design organized and then I put it on the footy club and they were all good with it but the main thing from this jumper was the players actually dug into that pocket and, yeah. and paid their own way with these yeah. jumpers so without their support this this and and footy club this and have you happen. found that those players have tried to educate themselves more because yep. I'm just speaking about Braden that your school education is for lack of a term pretty piss poor yep. in, in, in this space have you found that your teammates have gone the extra step now yeah the boys are always asking questions um, and that's the thing about this football club that they're not they're, I told them they're not don't be afraid to ask a question nothing mm. silly like we don't know you don't know and that's, yeah. that's the whole thing about Aboriginal history and culture it's all about people not knowing um, so I've done a few cultural education sessions so I run a few with the all the new players that get drafted in yep. the AFL I sit down with those boys and, and run through an hour and a half edu- um, and that's regardless of their heritage yep 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 Yep, so all non it's mostly non-indigenous players. Yep. You get the handful of yeah, indigenous players yeah. that come through, and um, yeah, sit down and, and do a cultural learning session with them, and give them a little bit of an insight to, to what has happened in our history and and how Aboriginal people react to certain things now. Are you surprised at how little people know? Yeah, yeah, yep. So the the boys that I do the sessions with are eighteen, but I've done sessions with with people older than me, and, and yeah. they're still surprised that that thing, these things happen, mm. and a lot of these things continue to happen as well. So it's more in the position I am in with this footy club as well it's just pushing that out and, and just educating 
others, and that's all I want to do, really. Yeah, it is the, the thing in our our school curriculum is pretty whitewashed. We don't like telling people yeah. how we are. Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't go so well. Tell us about the jumper itself. So the jumpers meeting, you know, South Corey obviously publicised it yep. in the week to build up, you know, with the, the emus, the circles, and, and so on. What about yep. your jumper? Because you, you guys have a bit more of an attachment to individual players. There's, yeah. As you mentioned, your your mob and yep. also Tristan Tweedy's. Yeah, that's right. So the, the top circle on our jumper is, is my WA family and, and community back home. Um, so paying respect to those people back there. Then we roll down to the circle down the bottom. That's more Tristan's family and his yep. community. But yet that's my community now in, in transitioning over here to, to Victoria. Um, we've got our, our values on the side as well. So as a club point of view, we wanted to not just make this about me and Tristan and, and our family, yeah, but bring in the whole footy club. This is a footy club's journey as well. So our values are on there. And then we've got little sections where the boomerangs are, and that's just all the community and yeah. supporters that people come and watch us play football. So we wanted to instill them and, and put them on the jumper as well. And then I see you've got some, some boots made yeah. up. Yeah. Um, we, have got a, we have got a camera. I don't know if Lee's paying attention, but the, the boots, mate, are you going to wear them today or, or, or they're too special to, oh. to run out in, mate? Because they're, they're pretty spectacular. Yeah, I will wear them. Um, <laughs> Undecided what which ones I'll go with. So you've got oh, so you've got two different pairs. Yeah, right. So I've got the, the camera to my right here. So they're they're pretty cool. Are they Puma? Or, yep, yeah, Puma. Awesome. So who, who's who's done them? And then there's a Nike pair. Yeah. Look at that cross code, cross cross brand. That's Nike, Bruce. It's the tick, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but how is that? Just something obviously the indigenous football as well. Something you're trying yeah. to 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 push forward more as well. Yeah, just more and more things that I can put out there and, and just showcase, I guess, our talent as well out there. Yeah. So this is done by Ricky um, from Mangrup Design. So. Um, he's a close mate of mine and um, I just gave him the opportunity he doesn't normally paint football boots but I just no. said can you do this for me and he jumped out and, and did that for me so yeah any way I can promote other indigenous people as well yeah. and, and, and their brand and um, organisations I'm happy to do that as and well clothing the glaps is yeah. obviously yeah, painted, painted, painted well. everywhere <laughs> mate, they, they get half my paycheck every so often uh, and then finally mate what? how happy have you been to see and I spoke to Braden about it you know he said like 500% growth in one year you know Roeville Warrandyte uh, White Horse South Croyd and then East Bill have got a jumper in the making that we haven't gone public with yet yep. so there's clubs for are, are you hopeful to see this grow into a, a league wide round I know personally it's something that a couple of us are working towards and then before we go to the break as well if you could help us with those that are interested in learning more about the, the, the indigenous culture what's the best way to educate themselves yeah um, so with the jumpers like last year was just all about us and showcasing yeah. us and getting it out there and then for people to contact me earlier this year and in the last year saying they want to so you had clubs yeah yep. so I spoke to South Croydon um, Jamie at South Croydon contacted me and we met and she just wanted to know the process of, of how it all came about um, I worked with um, a young fella Nakoda Nakoda Brooking Nakoda yeah. down there at Warrandyte spectacular jumper the yeah he's one. done really yeah. well um, so just little things like that and I'm just like oh geez this, this has come a long way here. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was those two and then I've seen other clubs have jumped on board and it's just just to see that just makes me really proud and yeah. I, nothing to do with me but just to see everyone getting an opportunity other indigenous artists getting an opportunity to promote well, their work players, as well and players to be honest there, players, there wasn't exactly, yes. I, you know, I wasn't aware of how many indigenous players yeah. that's probably a blight on us as a local community not yeah. knowing how many indigenous players were out there in the competition yeah exactly Yeah, so it's good because everyone I guess by seeing this the, the other indigenous players that are a bit hesitant to come forward but now they can stand proud and, and, and wear 
wear these jumpers and showcase who they are as Aboriginal people. And then finally, mate, it, for, quickly for the community, what's the best way for them to educate themselves? Because as we've mentioned and Brad mentioned as well, the traditional modes aren't quite deep enough. Yeah, there's plenty of resources out there. Just jump on the internet. Um, Clothing the Gap's a great one. Yep. There's Common Ground is another good one. Um, for cultural awareness sessions, I'm more than happy to sit down with people if they have organisations that want to learn more, yep. a bit of an introduction, because um, that's all my session is, a bit of an introduction of what has occurred. I'm more than happy to sit down with people and go through it as well. Well, Jamie, thanks very much for joining us, mate. I know Marty will be uh, ripping my head off, mate, if you're not down there to, to in link here with that. We look forward to the, the special ceremony that we get today, the first of the kind in the FNL, and well done, mate, on, on the spectacular start you've got in this competition, and hopefully it continues to grow. Beautiful, thanks, mate. Ta. Jamie Bernal there on a special NADOC interview as we build up to this special game here between North and South Korea. We'll go to a break, and when we come back, Jared and the boys will be back to preview the rest of the round.